super duty tough work. We in the building as per usual. We've been dropping classics lately. <laughs> Jewels. What can we say? Hey. When you're hot, you're hot. Hey. He's on fire. <laughs> right. We got the we got the big <laughs> head right now. NBA <laughs> Jam Big Head. Yeah. On fire. And uh, you know, we're gonna thank all the listeners, you know, and the great feedback we've been getting the last few weeks. The DBIC episode doing great. Last week's episode about um people you should not follow on social media. People love the episode. I think it's our best episode of the year. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a classic. It's hilarious too. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> like, and we weren't even trying. It was just yeah. it's it's the it's just so funny. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. Very good. You know, so I want to thank y'all, man. You know, uh as this uh things start to open up i'm starting to look i look back at the analytics people are going back to work now mm-hmm. so which means they're listening to us during their commute more you know yes as our numbers start to get back to where they were you know a year ago year and a half ago i want to thank everybody you know it means a lot people who are buying the books supporting the podcast with the comments on youtube uh on uh, soundcloud twitter instagram mm-hmm. we appreciate y'all and we just going to keep doing this thing. And so mm-hmm. this week, we're going to talk about something that was inspired by a tweet I made yesterday. And the tweet, I'm going to read this tweet. So for those of you who don't follow me on the social medias, can, can know what this is about. And a tweet said this. It said, artists, working a full-time job does not make your art less valuable. Dope art is dope art whether you do it full time or in your spare time. Mm. This tweet has been running up numbers, you know, and uh, started some conversations that are very important uh, about like working and pursuing your art. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of misconceptions out there and a lot of artists do inherently feel that their jobs are hurting their value or hurting their chances of success. And there's a lot of realities that come with that because on this show, we're not one of those, you know, don't go to sleep shows, you know, we're like, get them eight hours, playboy. <laughs> right. Like, lay your ass down. <laughs> sleep is good. Yeah. We fuck with the snooze God heavy. Nah, I mean, you know what I mean? He's, he's a friend of the show. The snooze God. Mm. He's been good to us. <laughs> and so uh but we do want to be practical and and we i think this is a good time to have a conversation about the truth about pursuing your art and working a full-time job because there are some realities that some people uh are not speaking on there are some things that we want to say just to clear the air to kind of give you all some perspective because we know that the people who do it full time are a small percentage. Yes. And we want to know, and we know that there are people out there who are not being real about everything that goes on as someone myself who has done it for 20 years straight. Mm-hmm. Um, Logic has done it for several years straight. He's working now, but he still pursues his art. You can't tell the difference, mm-hmm. right? By how hard this man has been going. We want to give you the conversation from both sides. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about a number of, you know, bullet points, thoughts and considerations for you as you work your job and pursue your craft. And we'll take a break and we'll be right back. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come closer, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up 
with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free huh. so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Alright folks, we back. Super yeah. Duty Tough Work. We talking about the truth about working a full-time job and pursuing art. Oh yo, before we get started. Mm-hmm. Um, to, it'll be tomorrow when this drops, but yes, it's a it's a full hour of you know, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. We're going live this week. We're going live this week. Yeah, let me yeah let's announce this Monday. Yeah. Elijah goes live. He does his um, beats and B sides. Yeah, 9 p.m. on his YouTube channel. Yep, deep dive in the time capsule. We go on time capsule this yep. week. And this this Monday at eight o'clock, I will be doing the second artist advice hour meaning i'm going to take your questions for an hour all of you artists with questions and stuff like that uh, hit me get them ready monday at 8 p.m on the super duty tough work channel you have a name flip over to the illogic channel yeah beats and b-sides exactly i'm gonna i'm gonna have a caller call in my guy zero star is gonna call in to the uh to the artist advice hour he had this tweet go crazy last week about the iced tea shit and it was on Hip Hop DX and all these big sites and just everywhere. They was yeah. talking about it on Sirius XM. Sirius XM's crazy. So yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Uh, I'm gonna have him call in for a minute on the Artist Advice Hour. And so tune in, tune in, and uh, mess with us, man. It'll be dope. The first one was really dope. It'll be on uh, uh, live eight o'clock uh, Monday on the Super Duty Tough Work Super Duty Tough Work YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, that's it for the announcements. Work. So, yeah, this conversation, man, let's talk about the truth about working full time and pursuing your art. As we mentioned before, Illogic has done both. Illogic has Illogic was actually a full time artist before I was, you know, mm-hmm. I was working a business and working a job, the label. And, you know, he was the first in our crew to be able to pursue art, go out on the road and tour and pay bills off of this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. I followed shortly thereafter. You know, he's come in and out of having jobs because he's got kids and other stuff you know and (laughs) you know and uh i've kept doing it for the last 20 years but you know covid and all this other stuff has me thinking like man maybe it's time for me to get some uh, a secondary uh source of income but it's a real situation and we want to talk about this this week because there's so much confusion around it so we want to talk about some of the uh the realities and we got certain things we want want y'all to take away first point we want to make is that it's okay to have a job. Point number one, it's okay to have a job. Say it with me, everybody. <laughs> it's okay to have a job. Somewhere along the lines, people started feeling ashamed of being artists and having jobs. Mm. If we go back and we look at the history of art, only recently, have artists been able to make a living off of their art? Facts. Recent human history. Back in the day, any artist who made money had to basically work for the king. The king would pay him to pay, hey, Michelangelo, go, go paint that chapel over there. In return, I'll make sure that you got enough money to live off of. Whenever I need a cool painting, you're my guy. Mm-hmm. If Michelangelo wasn't running around getting money like that, Mm-hmm. He wasn't getting bags torn. He wasn't licensing his paintings. <laughs> right. He had to work. He wasn't sitting around doing this shit all day. But somewhere along the lines in modern times, we have allowed certain people to make us believe that working is not as noble as being an artist or it is not as needed. As being an artist and I think it's unfortunate because when we start feeling like that you start feeling like just because you have a, a, a job and you make art your art is not as valuable 
because your art is not your primary source of income. Yeah. You know, it follows logically that, okay, well, if my art was worth so much, I'd be doing it full time. But don't believe the hype, y'all. Yeah. Don't believe the hype, man. Look, here's something I don't even think we ever talked about. The first three records that made my entire career pop off were written, recorded when I had a job. Um, the records that a lot that I did for Logic mm-hmm. that allowed him to pursue the art, I had a job. Yeah. I was working. He would come to the crib after I got off. Yeah. <laughs> yep. we were, he was in school. Yeah. He yep. would come through. Hey, what time you get off print? I should be home around seven. Can you scoop me at eight? Yep. <laughs> yep. I'd go scoop him up. We drive back to my apartment, listen to beats, work on music till about 11. Yeah. Drop you back off. We rinse and repeat. Yeah. Do it all over again. Do all over again. Eight million stories album. If you go back and listen to that record, the record that really made soul position pop, that record is about me working. Mm-hmm. Just think, fuck yep. a job. Yeah. Come on now. These are the songs that are written while a motherfucker is working and pursuing his art full time. Yeah. Uh, the unlimited EP. Same thing. 1988 was started as I was quitting. Mm-hmm. We had already turned in 8 million stories. 1988 was, was done pretty much in 03, 04. By the time we went on a soul position tour, the night in 03, uh, 88 was pretty much done. While I was working, y'all. There are a lot of people who this is uh, uh, the truth for. My point is this. That art that made me pop off was not uh, worthless simply because I made it with a job. Mm. It actually ended up being worth the most. <laughs> right. It's crazy how that happens, right? Yeah. But there's this perception that, oh, just because I'm working and doing this on the side, this shit ain't worth nothing. Mm-hmm. No, that shit you're doing on the side when you get off that job could be the same thing that eventually opens a door or creates an opportunity for you to do it full time. Mm -hmm. If you go hard and do it the right way. Yeah. I think the problem is a lot of people have this misconception about what it means to make it quote unquote. And especially when you do have a full job and you, you know, and We've had the conversation on why we don't tell people we rap. <clears throat> Sometimes that shit can be discouraging because if you tell your coworkers that you rap, yes. oh, you just, you know, oh, so so why are you working here? Yeah, what you doing here? What you doing here? If you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a show this week? Oh, whoop-de-doo. Yeah. See you on Monday. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, you know, and and if you have if you have the wrong expectations of what it means to be an artist. And what it means to have a successful career, then that shit can be discouraging. And that can put you in a mindset where, you know, you start thinking like, yeah, if my shit was so John Blaze, why am I working here? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But one of the illest artists that we know, Superstition, dude has had a job for the last what? Six years. Five, six Six years. years. The the week he got back from tour, from the King No Crown tour with me, he went Mm -hmm. back to work. Yeah. And been there ever since. Yep. And in the process of that has put out some of his best music. Yes. Since he's been yes. back. Yeah. If you ask me, the favorites in his catalog, if I remember correctly, like the, the Honest Living EP and the one he put mm-hmm. out last year, those are like two of his dopest records. And he was working. Yep. He was working. Real, like working, working. Yes, career. Career working. Not just some grunt work, a career. Yeah. You know? Um. But yeah, it's it's unfortunate that people feel that way. And and it's not all their fault. You know what I mean? Like there's there's certain people who perpetuate this thing, you mm-hmm. know, certain artists who have been blessed with the opportunity to be full time artists 
And sometimes they go out of their way to almost insult people who have jobs. Yeah. On this show, I kind of go out of my way to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't, I don't insult nobody with no job because I view myself as being in a small group of people who were lucky and blessed enough to have an opportunity to do this full time. And because I know the realities of this shit ain't as sweet as most people think they are. Yeah. I mean, shit, my last, what, four, five records. <laughs> working. Been working. Yes, bro. I ain't, I ain't done music full time in probably 10, maybe, you know yeah. what I'm saying? 10, 12 years. Yeah. You know, I've everything that I've put out probably since what? 2009. Yeah. 2008. Yeah. Since like after Celestial, I got a job. Yeah. I went back to school. And then all the records since then, I've been, I've had a job. Yeah. You know, all of them. And you going as hard as ever right now. Right. You know, and it's okay. Like anybody telling you that it's not okay, be very skeptical of them. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of, and we're going to talk about some of the reasons why it's okay in this episode. You know what I mean? But I I really want people to have a, a, a reference for when you guys are feeling like this ain't it or this is fucked up or my art ain't worth nothing because I got a job. That's not the truth. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And this is coming from a man who has literally not had a job or resume in 20 years. Yeah. Made one resume when I graduated college, worked five years, then did this for another 20 fucking five. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not telling you or shaming you for having a job, nobody else got the right to. Yeah. You know? So that's number one. It's okay. Number two thing we want to talk about is that um, time is what you make of it. This uh, is, is in reference to the perception that a lot of artists have that being a full-time artist and having all day to work on your art automatically means that you're going to be more productive. You're automatically going to get more stuff done and that uh, that's the only thing that's missing. Mm. There's a perception that, you know, um, time is what determines your success. Big lies. <laughs> <laughs> Big lies. Because uh. having, having a job actually makes you a little more cognizant of your time. Thank you. Because you know that Shit, I got to be at work from eight to five. I got to get up in the morning at seven. Yes. So I got this, you know, three hour, four hour window where I can create. Let me do as much as I possibly can in yes. that window. You know, when you have all day, you dick around. You wake up at noon. Mm-hmm. You know, you go get some coffee, eat some lunch. You yep. know, you don't get in the studio till three. You know what I mean? <laughs> three, four o'clock. Yep. You wasted time. Yeah. Especially if you want, like having a job gives you that discipline and teaches you a lot of lessons that help you when you do get the opportunity yeah you know to work on it full time then you're a better steward of your time facts facts and and i'm gonna go on the record and say this i don't think everybody is cut out for the freedom that comes along with being a full-time artist nope some people need to actually have structure in place because they don't value time enough Mm -hmm. and like even for me what has allowed me to keep this thing going is not just that I'm talented. When I was in corporate America, what was I doing? I was a project manager. I was a senior systems analyst. I had learned from corporate how to structure my day, how to prioritize things, you know, the things you, you learn over there. And, and, how, and what did that mean? That meant I had a completely different perception of time when I got into this shit. Right. That's, so I was I was on it. I, I do a lot of stuff, a lot of different things. People say, well, how do you write two books in a year? Well, I learned the discipline from doing all those other things. And I apply that to this. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not cut out for that. I'm going to tell you, this shit is not just sitting around. Uh, writing rhymes, smoking blunts all day. It's not. If you think that's what it is, you're not. You're going to fail. Yeah, it's not for you. It's not for you. If you think that simply becoming a full-time artist means you have to work 
less and you have to do less and you only get to do art all day, chances are you don't make no money off your art. Being a a full-time artist means that you're actually making money off the shit. Mm -hmm. It ain't just sitting around creating shit, not releasing it, not making money, living off of somebody else. Mm -hmm. You ain't making no money off this shit. You're not a full-time artist anyway. Don't get it fucked up. And I, I hate to sound like that, but people need to be told this shit because they get it fucked up. Yeah. They have this perception that it's all fun. Oh. It's all fun. Like I um I put a tweet up a couple weeks ago that um, you know, working for yourself is, you know, it's it it, it it's a great feeling, but it's also twice as much work. Come on. You know, when you work for somebody else, you get an assignment. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You clock in, clock out, and that's your day. When yes. you work for yourself, you work until the shit is done. Yes. I'm up till 3 a.m. every night. Yes. Are y'all yes. ready for that? Seven days a week? Seven days a week. Yeah. And you're not getting paid by the hour? No. <laughs> I don't get not. paid for 90% of the shit I do every day. Come on, bro. All this content that we creating, we ain't punching a clock. Nah. Nobody paying me for that. Shit, if anything, we might be spending money. <laughs> Straight up. L's. Losses. You know? Losses. Yeah, man. So, so like, time is, is, is something different, man. Like, you got to really, really think about this. And there was a response to my tweet where one guy was talking about, you know, he just wanted the freedom of, you know, uh, being able to listen to records all day and work on his voice. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, that being a full-time artist could not be any more opposite than that. Right. That's not what this is about. When you become a full-time artist, you, your job is to be an artist. Yes. Just think about that. It's to be an artist and it's to make money off your art. Yeah. If you haven't figured out the making money part yet, you're not a full-time artist. I think the thing that helped you out too is that you had you were cognizant enough to understand that this same mindset that I put into this working for someone else shit, you know, and being a project manager over here, I have to think the same way about my shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to look at this as a job, yes, as opposed to oh, I just get the fuck around in the studio. Mm-hmm. Like you actually took the mindset to. Okay, I put in eight hours over here for them. You know, let me put in 10 over here for me. Yeah. And have the same discipline, you know, the same. And and, and I'm sure it it took you some time to really get there. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But at the same time, like having that mindset and being able to translate that into your art. That's where that's where the victory is. You know, that's where the the understanding time and how to use it and not just wasting it just because, you know, I would love to just make beats all day and listen to records, you know, but I I can't do that. I got (laughs) to fucking I'm running my own shit. So I got to create my own content. I got to edit my own videos. I got to, you know, do this and do that. Like the not fun shit has to be done. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, and granted, I, I do have regular employment, but. I still look at this as my second job. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I I do. And I'm treating it as such. And it took me a while to even get there. Yeah. You know, to even look at this in that way and put that same dedication into it. I mean, what what else you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? If if it's a hobby, it's a hobby. Just but make sure that. that's yeah, if it's a hobby, it's a hobby. Make sure you leave it at that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if you're looking at this as a means to supplement income even you know like with what i made last year off of music it's a hell of a second job you know but it is a second job though (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's not you know i'm not (laughs) stupid you know what i mean i know this ain't my primary source right now you know what i mean but it's a hell of a second job though yeah it's a job now that's real as shit man yeah i agree and 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 this kind of takes us into the third point we want to make which is that jobs teach you transferable skills. Yes. 
a lot of people are looking at their jobs as though the job is an, a big waste of time. Mm -hmm. But many people, if you look at, at a lot of the most successful people, many of them start and, and they have their success in industries where they had a minor role as a job early in their lives. You know, like they may have worked at a, a printing shop and then they ended up going into the printing business later on. Or maybe they worked in a, in a call center uh, for IT and then they ended up being a programmer later on. You know, um, mm -hmm. the point here is that jobs actually in, in paying you to do something for them, they are also teaching you something that you can use for yourself. Yes. Many of us miss that because we're not passionate about the work mm -hmm. and we're not thinking about um, what it truly means to be a professional artist. Being a professional artist means that you're going to be leaning on many of the same skills that you're using for somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't mean that like they're two separate things. The only right. difference is that the product is creative. Product is your art. But the same skills, the same etiquette you use that maybe you were answering phones, maybe you were doing customer service. That ain't no different than what we do when we answer emails and somebody's package get lost. Yeah. You think we don't deal with up, upset customers when the vinyl get lost or bent up or, or the post up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or we forget somebody's order and it's been weeks. Yeah. And we got to make it right and give them a refund and send, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, hey, you, you thinking that, oh, I ain't going to have to do that when I'm a full-time artist. Shit. Do it more. <laughs> more money, more customer service, yeah, man. Yeah, more, more, more customers, more customer service. <laughs> you know? Like, what you think we doing at the merch table? Come on. We're dealing with customers. Like, you, you think that, oh, when I become an artist, I ain't got to do that. You sadly mistaken, bro. You sadly mistaken. You sadly do it mistaken. more. Yes. You have to go. And the thing is, because I was always quiet, dude, you know, in a corner somewhere by myself. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really fuck with people like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Until I got out on tour and I realized, shit, if I don't talk to nobody, I ain't going to sell no merch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I'm only going to make this $100 or $150 that I'm getting paid for the show, yeah. When you know it's three, four hundred dollars. If I sit at the merch table and interact with my people, so I had to grow and get out of that shit and really learn. Because the thing is, I started out in customer service, so I talked to people all the time on the phone for a living. It was just the interpersonal, face to face shit that I was like, I ain't fucking with that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I, but I had to in order to, you know, be somewhat successful while I was out on tour and actually, you know, be able to take care of my family while I'm out there. Yeah, you know. man. It's like, so my advice to everyone who has a job and, you know, and you might think, what does that do to me? Look at your job as an opportunity for you to take something. Like they're giving you free training at something, mm -hmm. maybe multiple things, but you have to see it so that you understand that working for myself is not the absence of these things. Right. It's actually because I've done this, it becomes easier. Right. Don't look at it like there's nothing to get out of this except a paycheck. I don't care what kind of job you got. There's something else to get out of that motherfucker besides the paycheck. And there's something that will aid you if when you get the opportunity to work for yourself. Yes. So, yeah, that's number three. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. This is your weekly reminder that we have two books that you as a listener or watcher of this podcast, need to absolutely own. The first is the 10 traits of successful hip hop artists. And the second is the social media cheat code. Both of these books were released within the last year. The 10 traits of successful hip hop artists is a book where I go through the stories and explain the traits that uh, are behind the success of some of the biggest names in hip hop today. Um, the book has got nothing but amazing feedback. And if you are an artist, business person, whatever you do, if you would like to be inspired and would like to learn more about hip hop along the way and also see some some reinforcement of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast, 
the 10 traits of successful hip hop is for you. Second book is The Social Media Cheat Code. That is for everyone who listens to this podcast who does not uh, consider themselves an expert or really good at social media. It's not for super experienced people. It's actually for people who are on social media but are not getting the results you need. So what we did is I broke down like 12 or 13 strategies that I use all the time that actually work really well for me. I put it into book. I gave you examples and I tell you how to implement it. That's a book you absolutely need as a listener to this podcast, watcher this podcast. If you're on YouTube, supporting these books actually goes a long way towards supporting the podcast. So uh, to support the show, if you like what we do, obviously we don't necessarily get paid to do this shit. So support the products and services that we create. And these two books are a big part of that. We appreciate your support and uh, back to the show. All right, folks, we're back. Blueprint, logic, super duty, tough work. Most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Giving y'all the real about working full time, pursuing the craft. Okay, we're on number four. Number four point we want you guys to consider is that you should be stacking and planning I don't want to hear no conversations about this job, this job, this job. If you not stacking and planning. First of all. You ain't going to transition out of no job if you ain't got no money saved up. Come on. Can we talk about that? What does your savings look like? There's a reason you need that job, my man. Mm hmm. It's because you ain't got no bread. And if you had the money and you had the job, making a transition into being a full-time artist would be way easier. Yeah. People are just, what they want to do, this is what they want to do. They want to quit the job with no money Mm -hmm. and then think that because I got time to make music all day, I'll make it pop. That's not how this game works. Not at all. If it's going to pop, it's probably going to pop while you got a job. And it's probably going to pop while you got money. Yes. Because you need money in order to make the shit pop. Thank you. Shit don't just fall out of nowhere. Thank you. Even if it's $35 for a fucking VST or, you know, yeah. like a, a, some software or shit. Like, yeah. you, you need money in order to get shit popping. You yeah. know, like all, most of the equipment that I have. You know, like my cameras and shit. A lot of that shit secondhand. But I still needed to buy that shit. Yep. You know, I ain't spend top dollar for everything. But you had to get it and you got it. Yeah, had to do it. But I couldn't have did that if I didn't have income. Yes. <laughs> had to have income this to invest in the shit. Yeah, people don't understand. Like, jobs give you an opportunity to make money for, for the financially disciplined. Mm-hmm. A job of steady paycheck is an opportunity to build, like you were saying the last point, your second job, your side business. Whatever it is that you're not doing full-time, you, if you're doing it the right way, you should be able to stack money from your job and even from your side business. Facts. Right? You should be saving money. That's the first thing. The second thing you should be doing, you should be planning. I don't want to hear this. If I were just a full-time artist, then I could plan out some shit. I could take over the world if I just had more. No, you're not planning shit as it is. Mm-hmm. You think you got to be sitting at home 24 hours a day to plan a release schedule for a year. And then when you get that time, you still don't plan <laughs> shit. No, you don't plan a damn thing. Cause now you got too much freedom. Now you got too much time and no money to execute. Come on. <laughs> I say this and, I, and I, 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 I hate to come off crass I'm not trying to kill nobody's dream right here I, I'm trying to, to inject some reality into people so you know what you need to do you should be able to listen right. to this episode and be like okay I'm going to do that I'm going to stack I'm going to plan you know what I mean I'm going to do this I'm going to be taking these skills from these places this is really just a blueprint to how you make your transition mm-hmm if you hear it right, some of you going to hear it right and be like, oh, man, he didn't he didn't gas me up and tell me I could just walk out the house and do it tomorrow and just all dreams come true. No, you got to work. Yeah. 
You got to plan and you got to stack. You know, look, look, look at it. Look at just like how wars are executed. You know, you read any book about wars and, and, and what's what's one of the most important things in an ongoing war? Supply lines. Mm-hmm. Right. You have these two opposing forces. Right. And what the what they typically will do is obviously you have the, the head on conflict in war. But for those people in the front line, they have a whole network of people bringing them rations of food, bringing them weapons, supplies, information. What happens when you cut off that supply line? You cut off those routes. They lose the war automatically. Mm-hmm. So many wars have been lost because the supply line chain has been disrupted or destroyed. They have to go back home. Mm-hmm. They talk about the wars in Afghanistan and why Afghanistan never lost a war. That's why. It's too much ground to cover for the supply chains. How does that apply to you? Your money and your plan is your supply chain for your war. Mm-hmm. If your goal is to win and, be, and to become an artist, then you are on the attack. But if your ass don't got no fucking backup money coming to keep you in that war, you run out of ammo, you run out of food, you run out of supplies and information, you're done. Yeah. Stack and plan. I don't know what to tell y'all. But yeah. And those of you who are doing it, I commend you because I see this shit all the time. Like, shout out to all. We got many listeners who have jobs and drop records mm-hmm. all over the place. Right. Shit. And do it, and do it big. Yeah. I mean, you shit, know? we talking about Suba, Curly Castro, shout out to Zilla Rocker, like Alaska, all of our guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dropping good records. Some of the best yeah. records of their career. Yes. Dropping. Yes. God, these guys have jobs and they're getting uh, deals on other labels. Right. We know guys. What does that tell you? We know guys with full-time jobs who are still getting record deals offers from other labels. Mm-hmm. They're doing it right. They're planning. They're putting money into their releases and they're doing it properly. Mm-hmm. It's not just about sitting around 24 hours a day doing art. So that's number four. Number five thing. And this is one that ain't going to be very popular, but we're going to say it anyway. Mm-hmm. Is that you need to be living below your means, not at your means, not above your means, below your means. That's just fiscally responsible. <laughs> like there's there's a saying that if you can't buy something twice, then you can't afford it. Hello, you know what I mean? Like you can't buy something more than once if you can yeah. just. I can buy, you know, I got $500 in my pocket. I can get this yeah. controller. I can get this whatever. But do you have $1,500 in your pocket? Yeah, to where you don't to where you feel go, it. Yeah, to where you don't feel that 500 gone as much. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, see what people think they're going to do. And, and, and they think that they can have a lifestyle. Because, look, no matter what kind of job you do, working affords you a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. A certain level of, you know, of living. You have that, right? Because you have a job. You know you're going to get paid every week or what, or month or whatever your salary is. So you start to live a certain kind of way. What many people think that they're going to do is that they're going to s- switch over to art and nothing's going to change. It's not, it's not the same. And Everything what happens... Changes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything changes, bro. It changes. <laughs> And, and and this is not there's and I'll say this this is this is for everyone out there. The reason that I've made it this long is because I understand times of abundance, and I understand lean times. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have both at this. You're gonna have times of abundance, and you're gonna have times where shit is lean. You gotta be able to have a standard of living that allows you to make it through both without doing nothing crazy. So when things get lean, shit needs to stay steady for you. When shit get abundant, shit needs to stay steady for you. Mm -hmm. But what people think is they come in, they do their first whatever tour, they get that first album advance, they make some money, they think it's going to always be like that. What happens? You take a year off, have a kid, something happened, your girlfriend or your wife want a new crib. 
next record don't sell. Oh, yeah. Forgot all about that. Come your on jo- now. Your joint go wood. <laughs> Come on. That's the worst. Especially when you invest in your own money. Yeah, that's a different so, conversation. Yeah. Some shit you thought was going to pop. Don't pop. Mm-hmm. Mm, you ain't getting your bread back as fast. Mm. Oh. When, in those moments, you be thinking, whew, I'm glad I didn't commit too much money out there. Yeah. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I still I don't live above my means. Man, because that didn't do well, but I'll, I'll come back on the next one. I'm keeping, it, I'm keeping it steady. You have to, as an artist, you have to at least understand how to live below your means because at the end of the day, this is not as predictable as a uh, normal job is. It's volatile as hell, dude. Yeah. Because art is subjective. Yeah. It's volatile as I don't know what. It's like the stock market. It's like playing a fucking stock. Like you putting, you buying all these shares. Basically, your album is you buying all these shares. (laughs) Facts. You know what I'm saying? And it's a new company because it's a new record. So you buying all these shares in this new company and you don't know if the company is going to be successful. You don't know if the company is going to fucking, you know, nobody's going to support the company. You don't know. Yeah. So it's so it's it's more volatile than the stock market. At least stock market, you got projections and shit. Yeah. Like you can try to do all that shit. (laughs) Yeah. All of that. You know what I'm saying? It's like buying stock in a company that didn't exist before you bought it. Yes. Yes. And and so that's not always going to be there, yo. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always going to be there. Yeah, yeah, and I advise artists to learn how. Like, you, I ain't saying you can't have nice shit. Yeah, I'm saying that one of the core things you need to learn, if you go into business for yourself, is to live below your means. And the easiest time to learn that is when you have a job, right? When you have income that's coming in, and you and you have the ability to live below your means, learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. because there's no way you're going to learn that under the immense pressure that comes with doing it full time. It's different. So Very it's like different. learn it when there's no pressure. Yeah. So that when you, if when you make the transition, you can be better at it because trust me, it's a skill you need to have, you know, and this is again, this episode, I'm kind of giving you guys the keys to how to make this shit work. It's going mm-hmm. to some people like, Oh, he's, he's telling me not to do it. He's telling me, no, nah, no, nah, nah, I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm kind of telling you the keys, mm-hmm. the traits you need, skills you need to be able to pull this shit off. You know? So that's number five. Number six thing, reality, the truth about having a job and pursuing your art. The number six reality is that being a full-time artist is pretty much a sales job. Hate it. <laughs> You got no choice. Sales. Not good at sales at all. Yeah. And and the, the thing is, like, most people who uh, talk about jobs, oh, man, I don't want no job. I don't want to work for no sales company. I don't want to be cold calling people. I don't want to be asking people to buy stuff. I just want to get paid. Can I just, well, you asking for a job as an artist, who's going to push your art? Come on. Who's going to promote you? Mm-hmm. You have to promote you. I don't at every level, whether it's a getting on stage to tour, whether it's doing interviews, whether it's uh, talking to people, whether it's emails, like all of these things that you have to do, you're ultimately selling yourself, your 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 album, your your product as a commodity, sales, and your and your success is a function of how well you do that. Mm-hmm. If you want to stay in a house and not talk to nobody, be prepared. To, to understand that, that you're not going to make as much. Yeah. Or get you a team in place. Yeah, get someone else to do it. You know what I'm saying? Get you a team in place that yep. can handle that kind of shit. That was the only way that I was successful in the beginning because I yes. wasn't selling shit. But I had <laughs> oh. a good team in yes. place. Yes, you know, facts. facts. <laughs> had a great team to where I knew I just had to show up yep. and do what I did. You know, And unfortunately, that did hurt me down the line because I didn't understand the shit that I needed to do once I did get independent and yeah. start doing this shit on my own, I had to kind of start from scratch and going through some of those. We've had conversations. Oh, that's yeah. why y'all did so and so. Yeah. When unforeseen came. Now I get it. Yeah. Now I get it. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it's a sales job, and 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 
this is not to discourage you from it because the key to me has been because I don't think I'm a natural seller of things. The key to me is understanding that like there is an art in selling your stuff, right? And there is an art in um, like being able to explain why your shit is worthy, right? Like if you truly believe in what you're making, it's not even like you're selling it. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're just like, look, I know this shit is fucking fire. Yeah. I just need to remind y'all, you know, it's different than selling a project that you have no connection to, you know? Right. I couldn't sell a vacuum cleaner. Like I can sell my album. Right. I didn't make that shit. I don't believe in that shit. I ain't got no carpet in my fucking house, <laughs> but I can tell you what this album to do. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, can, right. I can let you know why you need this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different. But there's sales. This is sales. You know, there's many skills you need, but sales is one of them. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest. Yeah. You know, like when you're doing an independent, you're shit, it's a sales job, it's a marketing job. Yeah. It's a branding job. It's a customer service job. Yeah. You know, it's it's all kind it's it's all kind of jobs rolled into one, but it's a job. Thank you. Like it's a job. Like it, now, you may not have to look at it as work if you're enjoying what you're doing. Everything's not going to be enjoyable, though. Right. You yep. know, everything's not going to be fun, and yeah. that's how it is with work too. People who even love their jobs, their normal jobs, yeah, they don't like every part of it. No, no, no. You know, there's some shit that they're like, "Oh fuck," is you know, inventory week. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like they hate inventory week. I gotta Other fire than that, somebody. they love their job. Yep. Yeah, gotta fire somebody. You know, gotta find. Oh, now I gotta hire somebody. I gotta find somebody that does this because I don't know how to do. Like, there's all kind of shit that you have to do, especially if you're doing it yourself. There's all kind of you know moving parts to this. And if you don't take the mindset of you're working for yourself, yeah. Working is the key thing. You're working for yourself. Mm-hmm. Then you're not going to be successful if you're if you're looking if you're trying if your expectations is to be a full time artist at some point or even have this be a second job and you're not looking at it in those terms. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work for you. Yeah, 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 man. That's number six. Okay, and this kind of leads into number seven, uh, which you know makes perfect sense number seven consideration for people who are working full-time and trying to pursue your art is that you're going to work harder for yourself than you do for that job Mm -hmm. i don't know where the idea came from artists that getting to work for yourself means that you don't have to work as hard or that you'll even work equally hard as you did at that job I'm going to tell you, I don't know a single small business owner. And this ain't got nothing to do with art. This is just the nature of owning your own business. You are going to work more hours for yourself than you do a regular job. Mm -hmm. You're going to take your work home with you. You're not going to have as much time off as other people do. You're going to have more responsibility because everything stops at you it's not less work if you think you're just gonna that becoming a full-time artist means i just get to sit around and and do art all day you're sadly mistaken you're gonna have a rude awakening Mm -hmm. and 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 as and and i'm gonna say this now like just because you make art all day and you don't have a job, don't make you a full-time artist. Mm. You know? Mm. Like, you ain't got no job. Okay, you unemployed. You ain't no full-time artist. <laughs> right, you unemployed. You Speak unemployed. Different. Until you yeah. start making money off this shit, you're not mm-hmm. a full-time artist. Mm-hmm. Because you got you, you got to judge that by the same criteria you judge your job with. Right. You go to work full time for them because it pays you, right? When you when you start doing art full time, all oh, the money ain't important. I'm full time artist. I don't, I don't make shit. I don't put out shit. I just sit around and 
live off everybody else and, and call myself an artist. Yeah. No, it's not your job till you make money. Yeah. Starving artists is a real thing. Yes. It's yeah. real. It's not a cliche. Nah, it's real. You know, I never want to be no starving artist. Like, I want to be a prosperous artist. Mm-hmm. You know, and that means that I have to approach my art like a business and be serious about it. And part of that means that I'm going to, I know I'm going to be working more hours for myself than I would for anybody else. The only difference is that the work is more rewarding. Right. Because it's for me. You know, so we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Quick announcement. Over the years, we've frequently been asked by the listeners of our show if we would ever open up our platform to the public for advertising. We've always been interested in doing it, but in the past, we never had the systems in place to make it work properly. I'm proud to announce that we are now officially accepting advertising from the public on Super Duty Tough Work. Meaning, if you are a business owner or an artist and would like to create more awareness about your product, service, or release on our platform, we're now in a position to be able to do that. For more information, email us at superdutytoughwork at weightless.net. That's superdutytoughwork at weightless.net. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you would like to promote, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible about whether it's a good fit and go from there. Thanks for your time. Back to the show. All right, folks, we are back. Super duty, tough work. Blueprint. The logic. What up? Three more bullet points to go. You know, this episode is a little bit longer than usual. But. Necessary. So yeah, we had to do it. Mm-hmm. Ah, the truth about working full time, pursuing your art. We got three bullet points left. Number eight thing you need to understand is that freedom creates pressure. You don't work, you don't eat. <laughs> ah! It's the realest shit. Hey, say it again, man. You don't work, you don't eat. You don't, I mean, that's that's the thing about being a professional full-time artist is if you don't put out records, if you don't do the administrative shit, especially if you're independent, you don't make money. Hello. Point blank, period. Yep. You eat what you kill out here, man. Come on, man. If you're not going out there killing it, you're not eating it, man. Starving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you got two lions, you know, you got the lion who's raised in the zoo every day at 3 p.m. He know somebody going to come around and throw a big slab of meat in that cage. Mm -hmm. He fat, sloppy. He ain't ran in years. He wouldn't know what to do uh, if, if a gazelle walked right across his fucking footsteps. He's like, what is that? Right. He'd, be say, he'd say hello. Yeah, hey, how you doing? <laughs> What how you, how's life yeah how you doing today <laughs> then you got the lion who's in the fucking outback he's, he's in the jungle he's like yo man I don't know when the next meal coming right I wake up we go get it mm -hmm. some because days we better not walk by right that thing walk by it's getting snatched they know better right. you let a gazelle not. walk past me <laughs> that'd be his last day walking uh, he'd be dinner immediately we'd be <laughs> <laughs> even for a week yeah you know like that's how it happens mm -hmm. that's the difference that's the difference there's a different pressure that comes with working for yourself um and it, it brings out something in you that's really dope because it makes you really creative and seeing angles that you might not have seen otherwise but at the same time some people are not built for the pressure that comes along with knowing as you said if you don't do nothing, you don't eat. Some people are used to uh, the kind of structure that uh, wears. They must want to show up and do a routine set of things and know that that thing's going to happen. 
this business is one where you can do a routine set of things and maybe it doesn't happen because again, it's art, it's subjective. But you, you're in it because you know that if it does pop off, you get paid proportionally. You make way more than you would have as a person who just took the regular paycheck. That's why you do it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, some people aren't built for that. I like to tell people that shit ahead of time. Like, man, what's that like? I mean, look, this is the best job I ever had mm-hmm. on an emotional sense, a fulfilling sense. But that's I'm a different person. You know, I, I you know, I, I was just the kid with the paper route. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At age 12. I was the kid going door to door selling candy. You know, I, I went and got a job at the Ohio State Fair uh, bussing tables when I was 15. Couldn't work in no restaurants, but they let us clean tables off. I went and did that and got paid under the table. Till the day I turned 16, I got a job at McDonald's. I, long story short, I've been working since. I, mm-hmm. I'm a hustler. Yeah. What can I say? Always been like that. People who are like that are going to be successful at whatever they fucking do. Yeah. But artists are a different breed. I'm an artist too. But being a full-time artist means that, you know, sometimes you got to, you got to accept there's going to be some pressure that comes along with knowing that if you don't do nothing, nothing's going to happen, you know? And not just in a monetary sense, like if you don't promote yourself, no one's going to know about you. Right. If you don't organize that event, nobody going to come sign you up. If you don't set up that show, it's going to happen. If you don't talk to those uh, graphic designers, shit ain't going to get done. Mm-hmm. If you don't pay for it, it ain't going to happen. Buck stops at you. And uh, sometimes having a job helps ease that pressure. Oh, yeah. Definitely eases the pressure. Because you already know I got money coming in. Thank you. So it's, it's not as much of a pressure thing, and it's more fun. Yes. You know, it's more... You can look at, you have the ability to look at it more as a hobby when you have a regular paying job because you know, well, if it don't sell, I still get paid every two weeks. Ding, 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 ding. You know what I'm saying? But if, it, but if you're doing it full time, if you're professional and yeah. it don't sell, I'm going to pay my rent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pay this house note. Yeah, I literally put everything into that. Right. I put everything in and... <sighs> I barely made enough to pay my light bill. Yeah. What the hell am I going to do right now? Like yeah. that's a, that's a completely different, that's a different feeling, man. Yeah. That's, that's a different feeling. I mean, and that's, that's part of why I had to go back to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause when I was doing it full time, there was those times where it was like, shit, I got to pay rent in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. And you know, this royalty check wasn't, you know, it wasn't as big as last one. Right, right, right. It's up and, it's up and down. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's up and down. Know. I got to, yeah, I don't know. I got to figure some shit out. I got to, you know, put it on my credit card. You know what I'm saying? I got to do, you know, like, it's it's uh, it's it's definitely, it's volatile as hell, like we said. It's volatile. Yeah. You know. But, you know, it's, uh, and so, I, and, and we say this because we want people to understand that while it, it, it isn't, working for somebody else ain't sexy. No. Being an artist is sexy, mm-hmm. right? But we wanted to have this conversation because we want you to know that, yo, there's some things about your job that actually are good. Yeah. And unless you, and if, if when you decide to make that move, you need to know what you're getting into on the other side because some, a lot of people ain't going to tell you this. They're going to say, man, just keep grinding. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Just quit your job. Do that. Go hard. Then what happens? But they don't give you no plan. They don't tell you. They don't give you no outline. They don't tell you what character traits you need. Then you get out there and it'd be so different than what you thought. Mm-hmm. And it gets discouraging if your expectations ain't, yeah. ain't where they should be. Like something we was talking about um, off air. You know, a lot of people see professional artists, you know, like yourself, like the slugs of the world, like, you know, the Aesops of the world. And they like, I want to be like them. But you don't understand what spend the day with print. Yeah. Spend a day, a, a week, and see really all the shit that goes into, you know, King No Crown. Yeah. You know, making a, and doing a campaign like that or doing a fucking book campaign or, yep. you know, like 
see what goes into that, all the unsexy shit. And see, and 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 that's just that's just spending a day or a week with him. You right. know what I'm saying? Imagine right. doing this shit for 20 years to get yes. to a point. Like the shit's not all sexy. It's not all fucking flowers and rainbows, man. No. No. No, it's true. It's true. So number nine. We're getting close to the end. Number nine point we want to make to you all is that structure is good. Say it with me, y'all. Structure is good. Structure's not bad. I know in art, it's like a four-letter word. Structure. Ugh. Who wants that? Ah. I want freedom. It's like the opposite of freedom, right? It's really not. It's really not. It's what you think. Structure is fucking good. We've talked many times on this podcast about how I try to structure my days. Because I know that if anytime I don't have structure, I feel lost. Mm-hmm. I lose sight of what I'm trying to do. I get behind. I get off track. But when I have some says, okay, here's your priorities. Here's what you need to work on. Here's the times. Here's how much time you need to put in this. I get so much more productive and get so much more done. And we're not just talking about business side. I'm talking about art. It's okay to say, hey, six to 10, you're working on your music every night. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to go down there at, at 10 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? 10, you're done. You're not going to be up till four in the morning. Structure is good. Y'all having jobs allows you to have structure because like you said earlier, eight hours of your day is doing something else. Yeah. But peep this, your day is broken up into three, eight hour segments. Yes. Eight hours for somebody else. Eight hours for sleep. The question becomes, what do you do with the last eight? Yeah, how do you how, how do you use it? I mean, because that, that's that's how I started making beats. Yeah, I scheduled three hours a night after work, seven to ten, and I would spend those three hours working on beats. Mm-hmm. And at ten o'clock, I was I was upstairs, and I took Fridays off. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Monday through Thursday, seven to ten, I was making beats. I was working on that shit. And yeah, Friday was my free day after work. Kick it with the wife. Kick it with the kids. <laughs> not do nothing make beats if i wanted that's why shit that's why i started streaming on fridays because that was my free day (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying so i turned it into another work day but it was a day i had open because of how my schedule worked you know what i mean and yeah Yeah. there's so many jewels in this yeah man i I, and and what i really want i want i want people who are listening to this to understand that there's something to be gained from that job. The structure that I use and apply to everything that's allowed me to do this for 20 years. I learned that in corporate America. I learned that working. I learned it because I had to, because I was determined to use that remaining eight hours of my day to build this thing up. And I did that for several years before I had the opportunity to do it full time. Um, And I hope you see the same thing. Don't create like a negative association with the word structure. Create a positive one because the positive structure you add to your creative work is going to be what allows you to to consistently have a high output, to make more money, to reach fans, to do what you need to do and treat it like the career that it can truly become. You have to do that before you have the time. Right. Because truly, I mean, a full time artist, all you're, doing, you're just gaining another eight hours. Yeah. You're going to work eight hours for somebody. Right. <laughs> now you just got that eight hours for yourself. Now you got 16 hours for yourself, eight for sleep. But what people don't understand is that just because you got another eight hours for yourself don't mean you get to spend that on that shit every day. Right. You know, so uh, I hope people understand that structure is good. Seek structure and, and understand that that shit is the key to unlocking higher output, and better quality. All right. Last joint. All right. Art needs money. Art needs money. There's this movie I watched a long time ago, and it was about uh, the Minutemen. It's like Minutemen were like this this white revolutionary group who were like friends with the Black Panthers. And the Minutemen, you know, they were like, well, let's let's do all the stuff that the Panthers can't do, you know. So we'll just and but they they ended up uh, getting into like blowing up shit, you know what I mean? Like they were. Ill, this is the same time period, you know, and um, 
documentary was dope. And ultimately, they went to jail for like robbing banks. And so the dude interviewing one of the committed men was like, man, uh, why did y'all start robbing banks? And he was like, every revolutionary uh, movement needs funding. So we start robbing banks. Yeah. <laughs> and it always made me think about like art. Like, mm-hmm. don't you, if these fools got to do that just to do what they were doing, your art needs money too. All art needs money. It needs money more than it needs time. Just having more time is not going to do it. No. Because if you got more time and you broke, you just got more time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you can't do that when you're broke. No. You, you, you got time. Nothing. You got money. You can buy time. Yes. Yes. You got money. You can pay somebody else to do something for you. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to be good at graphic design because I got enough money to hire Ill Poetic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I ain't got to be good at uh, 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 hold the camera myself. I can hire my guy, Mario, to hold the mm-hmm. camera. Shoot. These are things, but if you broke, you're in trouble. You know, your art deserves the opportunity that only resources can give it. And make sure that you don't trick yourself into thinking that the only thing your art needs is more time. Right. You know, you're, you're viewing it artistically. Make sure you also put on the financial lens. And then you'll be able to, you know, make the right moves and make that transition, hopefully. So that's it for this week, man. That's it. You know, I hope that this uh, inspires some of you to uh, look at things a little bit differently about your jobs. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to sit out here and and try to. After all, I am the guy who wrote a song called Fuck a Job. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go out here and praise jobs. But I will say that we have to have a more nuanced conversation and stop vilifying people who work or trying to make them look like they're not real artists because they have jobs. Stop telling yourself that. So let me read these back. Number one, it's okay to have a job. Number two, time is what you make of it. Number three, jobs teach you transferable skills. Number four, you should be stacking and planning. Number five, learn to live below your means. Number six, this shit is a sales job. Number seven, you work harder for yourself than you do for others. Number eight, freedom can create pressure. Number nine, structure is good. Number 10, art needs money more than it needs time that's it y'all that's hope it y'all, hope y'all got something out of this and uh you know monday night quick reminder artist advice hour at eight beats and b-sides uh at 9 p.m check us out bring your questions for uh the artist advice hour and i'll be answering them and uh you guys see y'all next week word peace peace listening to super duty tough work subscribe to the podcast on itunes follow the podcast on soundcloud peace shoot i got styles already that's more complex that nobody know about i mean super duty tough work huh?